Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Fun Boat Diplomacy Podcast. It's a rare sunny day today in this season of El Nino here in California, San Francisco, California. But I'm still sitting here inside recording this section and editing this new episode of the podcast for you all. Um, if you use uh, Amazon and you want to support the podcast, you can go on my website, funbookdiplomacy.com. On the right-hand side of any page, you'll find my Amazon portal link. Click the link, shop on Amazon as you normally would, and Amazon will share a small cut with me so I can continue putting out episodes and keep writing those little blurbs you see on funbookdiplomacy.com that you love to read. Or maybe you don't, and that's okay too. Another quick plug for those of you who have plans to come to the amazing city of San Francisco, you can come stay with me at the Pacific Trade Winds Hostel where I work and you get a $3 discount um, if you use the discount code WaymansFriend3, W-E-I-M-I-N-S-F-R-I-E-N-D-3. Punch that in when you make a reservation online at SanFranciscoHostel.com. That's $3 off. And in January, we have a lot of uh, reduced rates. Usually it's about $35. We're seeing some rates around $31. 29. So I encourage you to come visit me and we can hang out. Uh, thanks everyone for listening and please enjoy this week's episode with Cherith Reddy. Welcome everyone to a new episode of the Phone Book Diplomacy Podcast. This is the second one I've done today. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode from guard from Norway. Right now I have on Cherith Reddy from India. Welcome, Cherith. Uh, hello. Do you nice wanna, to be here. Yeah, do you want to uh, introduce you. yourself a little bit to oh. the podcast audience? So, well, I'm 24. Um, um, I'm doing medicine in India. Uh, I'm, I'm studying orthopedics, actually. And, well, I just like traveling around, and this is Christmas break, and that's why I'm here. And this is actually Saturday night. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're lame. This is my Saturday we're, night. <laughs> we're hanging out inside in a co-working With a space. wine bottle. With a wine. <laughs> just the yeah. two of us. No homo. Yeah. <laughs> just uh, recording a podcast. Yeah. This is the latest I've recorded a podcast with anyone because usually I get it done during the in day. day. Yeah. And then, yeah, but one of the opportunities here, we got to do it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else you want to know? If that's how no, we'll, that's, yeah. we'll continue talking. Cool. It's all good. Um, so how many days did you have off for... Uh, so, well, I was off for two and a half weeks. Mm. Yeah, two and a half, three weeks, which is tough because I'm in residency. So we have this posting. So we have posting. So we had two weeks where it was an emergency room posting, but we're already in the emergency room a lot of the times. So they don't know that we don't go. <laughs> and... Uh, they don't even know, the emergency room doesn't even know it's a posting. And among us, we don't tell anyone that we don't go. So it's just like two weeks off. You're just chilling. And you can just do whatever you want. Sweet. And so, so you just cool. you just came to San Francisco? or um, No, or? so I took an exam. I took a medical licensing exam for the USMLE okay. in Houston. And then... On 23rd this this time. Yeah? yeah. And then then you came here? And then I came here, yeah. So, I, so you're just spending it in San Francisco? Well, yeah, and then New York for the, also for the later part, yeah. Are you going for New Year's? Yeah, I am. I'm a little actually um, skeptical about it because it's going to be loud. 
I'm not going to see the ball drop. Good. I don't care for that. Good. Fuck yeah. that. I don't care for the ball dropping. I don't understand the concept of it. It's a... Uh, I don't understand the concept. Why, like, who thought of it? Why Why the hell does anyone want to watch a ball drop? I don't understand it. I don't know. So... Uh, it, I've never been in New York for yeah. for New Year's. Actually, I've never really had that fun of, like, huge, exciting city New Year's um, yeah. in the U.S. Um, I, I actually don't like New Year's. I think it's overrated. And yeah. I have the least expectations of it, so maybe it's, it's going to be good at some point. Yeah, that's whatever. Yeah. I have to work on New Year's that, that evening. So, But I only work till 10 p.m., so okay. I get to go. Probably do a, go probably do a podcast. The <laughs> we're here at the Embarcadero. <laughs> Fireworks are flying. We're yeah. gonna do a new episode. Yeah, possibly, probably not. A good Ho- friend will hopefully be Hopefully not. So hopefully not. We'll see. I was, I'd be there with my computer. I have no microphones. I was using my computer and microphone. <laughs> but yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I was last year. I was in Berlin, and it was the shit. So like, I don't think any. Uh, yeah, so any yeah. Other, any other example of New Year's would top that. Oh, like, for New Year's? Yeah, for New oh, Year's. Oh, that's yeah. nice. And that would be a nice country to be in, or a city. Yeah. You, know, you know what they do is they uh, they legalize uh, fireworks around the time of New Year's. Okay. And so you see people just leaving the supermarkets. They sell them at supermarkets. Yeah. You see them leaving the supermarkets with handfuls yeah. of fireworks, and then you know shit's going to go down. So when as soon as the, the, the sun goes down, you hear outside like... Okay. And Which then is, and then you walk outside. Yeah. And, like you like chill for a little bit, and then you walk outside, and then it's like a war zone. It's like, boom, 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 and it's everywhere, and they're yeah. like shooting them at windows. Yeah. And it's on the streets. People are throwing cherry bombs, and it's actually kind of dangerous. But which is fun though. It's great as a I kid. Yeah. And I would be scared. I was to scared. go out. I would be scared. Um, I actually went to Valencia or Valencia as they call it. Yeah. I think in two thousand and fourteen or uh-huh. thirteen. Right before I started orthopedics. Mm-hmm. At the time, they had a festival going on, uh, which is a festival of fireworks. I'm forgetting the name right now. Just fireworks. I'm forgetting. Yeah, it's just fireworks. That's what it's it's for. It's wild. So um, they build these huge dolls, like um, 10 stories high, and they build them for the later part of the year. From maybe They start maybe in November or even earlier. And they build them, and then they put fireworks in them. And they're really beautiful. Um, they basically base them on, like, political stuff, just if it's funny, or just, like, satire and stuff. Is it, is it not, it's it's not carnival? It's not carnival. Okay. Because they do um, something similar for carnival. They have, like, political, like, no, decorations. It's, it's just for... It's just, like... So they had an Elvis one. Okay. And so I think the festival is for... It runs for six days, and then the last day, but... 10 p.m., 12 p.m., they burn everything. <laughs> okay, there are fireworks inside, and they burn everything, and it's massive. I think the last, when I was there, they had a, a Greek um, statue that was huge. It was like, it was at least like 20 stories high, and we were at least maybe 100 feet back, or even more than that, and it was so hot. Like you were just hot. They were they were just burning this and so why why I brought this up was because that's a time when they, they they sell fireworks everywhere. Everyone's drinking on the street and playing with fireworks, which is a good combination. I'm pretty sure people lose fingers and stuff. Yeah, but it's a lot of fun. Um I'm forgetting the name. They have a they have a thing in the afternoon called the Mascaleta. Okay. Um, I don't know what that means in Spanish. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> Mascaleta. So what they do is at one p.m. for those six days, um, 
they have a so they want to make sound. It's not about the fireworks. They want to make sound. Noise, yeah. It's just about noise. So for fifteen minutes, um, they make as much noise as they can, and people line up around the area where they make noise. Mm-hmm. They make so much noise that if you hold a purse near it, it moves with the boom of it. Does that make sense? You can. We were on. We were on a building actually on the terrace, and you could feel the vibrations in your heart just from the sound, which was, which was a lot of fun. That's awesome. It was a lot of fun. What were you doing in Spain? Just uh, I was there for three weeks. I was just traveling around. Spain's great. Spain is Spain is amazing. Where were you? In Valencia and I went to. Um, I actually organized it around the festival I was talking oh, about. Okay. Which, yeah. which you don't remember the name. I of. don't remember the name. <laughs> um, La Fayas, it's called La Fayas Festival. Is what it's called. I was actually trying to Google it, but okay. La Fayas. So the the dolls are actually called Fayas. So it's basically a, a festival of light and fireworks. Yeah, it's similar to Diwali, but there's more alcohol and there's more burning shit. Is there any alcohol to Diwali? Into Diwali in India? Oh no, it's usually just like there's le- there's not much alcohol in India. No. Well, at least like I've where I live. Beer. Huh? I've had Indian beer. Yeah, Indian beer is good. There is a lot of alcohol in India. Don't get me wrong. People get drunk but all the time. Not such a, like, it's not it's like not a like social Europe. like everyone doesn't like. It's it's now starting to be more socially accepted thing. I see. Yeah. Yeah. And where else did you go in Spain? Ah, uh, so I went to Barcelona. Okay. And uh, and then I went and then I hit Madrid, of course, and then Valencia for the festival. Okay. So it was really cool. So I met this guy at Valencia, and I met this guy in Madrid. Um, he was actually um Asian. He was from um Australia. And then I convinced him to come to Valencia with me, and so we we're walking around and. People just start started calling us Harold and Kumar, <laughs> which, would, which would happen, yeah, yeah which yeah. would happen. And then, okay, so after that, I went to Malaga and then Sevilla. Sevilla was beautiful. I love Sevilla. Sevilla was absolutely beautiful. beautiful. And Malaga? Malaga? Malaga was good. Malaga was just drinking. <laughs> like, what is there? Is there anything to see in Malaga? Or? Um, I was just drinking. Okay. <laughs> it was just Malaga is just where all well, most um, English people just get shit based. Yeah. That's what it's known for, and it's also known you can take a ferry to to, to Morocco. You could, well, yeah. no, I think the ferry to Morocco is a little bit more south. I'm no, you can take it from Malaga. from Malaga also. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay, because I because that's Spain. The and then south. If you go to, the, the, if you go to Gibraltar, that's yeah. Actually, so that's, that's actually that's actually England. Oh yeah. So uh, there's a there's a place near Gibraltar though. Um, that's really famous for its surfing and its water sports. I don't remember the name. On the Spanish side or the Moroccan On the Spanish side. side. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but it was really famous, and I, I wanted to go, I just didn't have time. Yeah. Um, but Sevilla is like... A, that's beautiful. It's a, it's a, it it's a paradise. Oh, so nice. Yeah. Um, I was there in March, and it was just... It's when? Summer. March? Last, last year. year. I was there in March last year. Yeah. I was like beginning of March? Oh, there? I was in the end of March. Yeah. So this festival was, was mid-March. Okay. Yeah, and so towards the end of it. Yeah. So... That was I was telling um, some people earlier. One of my favorite hostels in the world is in Sevilla. Which one? Again, so I'm horrible with names. <laughs> <laughs> it was started by three Englishmen. Um, I think they just they were just like we don't want to live in England. They moved to Spain. They started this, and it's it was just quaint. Um, they had a family dinner every to every um, night on the terrace. They had a beautiful view of the cathedral. It's uh, fuck. What's it called? There you go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know the name, but it's yeah. like it looks like a, it has like a minaret, like a mosque, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it's huge. It's in the center. So. Yeah. It's um, where uh, Christopher Columbus is buried, I think. You may or may not be right. I have no idea. I can neither confirm nor deny that. Yeah. Well, that's what I read. Okay. I don't actually know. That's cool. Could be um, wrong. So this place was one of the best nights I've had in Europe, and I stayed indoors. Um, they're just they they're just very trusting. Like they had a like a mini fridge of beers where they didn't even monitor it. They had a jar full of euros on top, which, which at least had fifty euros in that. They're like, when you take a beer, just put a euro in. No one does that. But and if you do, it's just a euro. <laughs> if you do it, it's just a euro, <laughs> yeah. and no one. I mean, you can essentially take out the euros. It's an open job. Yeah, yeah it's but yeah, so but the it's relaxed. It's just yeah. relaxed, and there was no Wi-Fi in the room, so people were forced to come down. Uh, and yeah. on the terrace during family dinner, no Wi-Fi, so no phones. So it kind of forces people to get out of their comfort zone. Yeah, it was yeah. a lot of fun. We just we just played drunk Jenga. I met two American <laughs> girls, and we were just playing drunk Jenga the whole night. Sweet, which is fun. Yeah, it's good. That's the that's the that's the hostel atmosphere that mm. all hostels want to make. It's, so it's, I think key for a hostel is to check out the lobby first and the chilling area, mm-hmm. and then the rooms because the rooms you can adjust. Yeah, you can sleep. I mean, you can me, sleep wherever I can sleep wherever I, I, yeah. I want. I can have a shower wherever I want. I'm not too picky about that. But yeah. the lobby and the the chilling area has to be um, yeah, like I meant like what's amicable. I think amicable is what I'm going for. Um. In India, how was your home set up? So, um, so um, I come from a, a nice family, right? So, uh, we live actually inside the hospital campus. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so my my both my parents are doctors. I'm a doctor. My sister's a doctor. So, and you're all really good doctors that enjoy being doctors. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So, well, I mean, I joined medicine when I was seventeen. Whoa. 17 is not an age to be making decisions like that no. <laughs> but I grew up in family doctors and I knew nothing else and um, if you asked me what I was going to do that would be my only choice just be a doctor yeah. So, yeah. Um, so my house is it's, it's in the hospital quarters they gave us a small place when we came I, I was actually born in UK so we moved right. then uh, they gave us a small place and then we just basically built back and then built up and then so it's, have you have you like visited your know, family also in India, right? Yeah. Do have you ever been to a family member or friend's house where it was like much shittier than? I mean, it, it's still an apartment. The shittiest place I've been to is still an apartment. Yeah. Which is like maybe a small apartment that um, it's it's just small and maybe it doesn't have an AC. Which yeah. you need an AC in India, else you're gonna die. Yeah, I know how you like need I know con- that you need air conditioning. Really bad. You need um, air conditioning. Like housing wise, yeah. it like can the lowest bad. of the low is pretty. So three bad. weeks ago, oh, actually two weeks ago on December eleventh, or maybe no, December fourth, Chennai had the worst floods it's had in a hundred years. The worst floods it's had in a hundred years. In one, on one day, um, it rained more than it rained in the UK for the whole year. And it rains a lot in the UK. Yeah. So that's that was the statement that kind of I was like, what, really? Because it was raining. I was in the hospital, I remember. And then it was just raining, like, the whole day and the, from the previous night. And I got a call from my dad. He's like, buy extra food, buy extra water, and go home. And I was like, okay, cool. Now, now shit just got real. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. And uh, it was, there was water till your waist. 
like in some places, and it was really bad. Um, the national news actually didn't even cover it for a day, and then they they kind of caught up the next day, and then people were like, "What the hell?" They were showing some, usually, you know how media is, some shit that no one cares about, some it's celebrity. Just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, describe like what the oh, the, 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 the place the place that you live. No, the place that I live. Yeah, I'm not familiar at all. Oh, so um, I live in Chennai, which is was called Madras back in the day. South which east. is on the southeast. It's on the coast. So if you know Goa's on the west coast, it's pretty much exact opposite side. Okay. So it's on the east coast. Um, it's different. Southern India and northern India is completely different. Southern India has its own food. It, um, it's conservative. So it's um, there's not much like no one drinks in public and no one wants to see girls drinking. That's a big thing in the south. Yeah. Is it different in the north? People just... People are more drunk in the north. Okay. They're nice. Or well, they have... Or I don't want to say more fun. It's more accepted. Um, it's just more accepted. It's more accepted to drink. Less conservative. It's less conservative. Yeah. There's nothing wrong. Good why or bad the, about it. Why, why, what was the reason for this? It's probably just um, the culture. The culture of people is different. Well, how did... How did it start? I don't yeah, know how it started, but the culture of... Um, or maybe North India also gets cold, so maybe they're used to drinking more in the winter. That could be a possibility. And they just drink more at weddings, and it's just like everyone's probably drunk at a wedding. Whereas in whereas where I live, um, there's a, <laughs> usually the alcohol will be like in a room, and it'll just be full of guys. Uh, so no, no, like none of the women drink, and the people I know, like my friends, they'll just sneak a drink out. It's and like a little taboo. Yeah, it's a little taboo. For girls especially than guys. Guys, I mean, so it's a sexist country. So there are way more yeah. advantages for guys than girls. Just and because in the North, uh, is it in terms of it's, sexism? Is I it? guess it's still more accepted. It's more accepted. Alcohol is more accepted. Um, is there more equality uh, in the North? Um, I've never lived in the North. It's, there's still less equality. It still favors um, men of versus course. women. So, one of the main reasons, I think, is, um, so women, a lot of lot of girls still get arranged marriages. Mm-hmm. So, the name, keeping that name, that, like, so people will ask around when you're getting married. So, if like, oh, how's uh, the daughter of so-and-so? Is she nice? And they don't want to hear, um, oh, she has she goes drinking, oh, we see her out, you know what I mean? And it's a small city, so... Only like the people who are well off or have at least middle, upper middle, and and higher class are gonna go out. So everyone knows everyone. So you could ask me about someone. I could definitely find um, them out. I could find out stuff about them. It's very gossipy place. It's a, well, I guess it. I mean, isn't any higher class in any place True. very gossipy? Uh, is this all throughout all classes and even north and south? I think so. I think so. Um, have you heard of the theory where? You you can actually like you're connected with anyone in the world through five people. Yeah, six. Uh, six or right. five six or six. Degrees, yeah. Six degrees. So I know this person. Someone knows that person. That person or someone, and that person knows, for example, Obama. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. I'm I think one, I'm I think that's really cool. A, I'm one degree from Obama. You are one yeah. degree from one Obama. One of my professors. I'm I'm two degrees from Obama then. Yeah. Well, what's your lineage? Go. You. Oh yeah, okay. I'm an, I'm an idiot. I'm so stupid. Yeah, uh, yeah it's because uh, one of my professors worked at the White House, mm. and so he like. Oh yeah, you worked in the government. You said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. But that's cool. 
Uh, do you know anything about the history of of, of uh, India? <laughs> either India or the place where you're from. I'm pretty sure India is named after the Indus Valley. Um, oh, I can give you that. Um, but history wise, you um, studied medicine. So. I studied medicine, <laughs> didn't care for history. Uh, <laughs> you can ask me medical questions, and I can give you an uh, maybe. Yeah, we already talked about my like knees, though. I apparently have healthy knees. I just have to do my stretches. Um, yeah, the strengthening exercises, <laughs> isometric. You know what isometric means? No idea. The same length. Oh, same length. Isometric. I hope it. I hope that the same length. No, not the not the legs. Isometric strengthening. Str- oh, so the strength so you have the same. You have equal. yeah. So okay. isometric strengthening is when. So let's say you um, straighten your leg and you keep it against gravity. Uh-huh. You're not really changing the length of the muscle, but it's contracting. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah so yeah. it's the same length. Uh-huh. Isometric. Right. Whereas um, if you're moving the muscle, so let's say you're flexing and extending it. Um, that's not isometric. I forgot what that's called. It's isotonic. Um, because there's there's muscle, there's change in the length of the muscle. It's just, it works. I think it just like strengthens different parts. And is that uh, each limb on its own? or um, um Each both? each group of muscle. Like, is so it like, for example, two? example, you're, sh- you're carrying a briefcase. Uh-huh. Your shoulder is doing an isometric. Um, it's actually functioning isometrically because you're not moving your shoulder, but it's still contracting, right? Mm-hmm. It's still doing work, yeah. But it's not. You're not moving it. Yeah. yeah. For example, if you push against a wall, you're not moving it, but you're still doing work, right? Yeah. It's a lot of science. But it is a lot. It's cool. <laughs> it's cool. Whereas if you're flexing your biceps, that would not be isometric because you're moving it. It's just different types of exercises. I mean, both are good for you. And in your hospital, are you? What kind of work do you do? Um, orthopedics. So right. Yeah. Like, but- so do you just like like maintenance or like you said you're doing emergency? No, so um how it works usually in um I don't know how the medical system works here because I've never been in it. I know you probably know better than I do. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually never been in it. I've taken the exams but I've never been in it. Uh-huh. Um so in India so we have six units, um and seven days obviously. So six days a week each unit um mans that day. And the sub the Sunday we rotate among us. So any case comes to the ER on Monday, um, that doctor, that unit, or uh, that group of people have to take care. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm in, I'll be in the ER on a Monday, the whole day and night, and then I'll work Tuesday at the day, and then I go home. But so I mean we do everything. So there's spine surgeries. There's um, Arthroplasty surgeries, which means you're replacing your knee joint if it's kind of just worn itself out when you grow old. Mm-hmm. There's a keyhole surgery, which people like like calling it, but it's actually called arthroscopy. Arthro means joint. You figure that much? I didn't until you explained. Oh, really? <laughs> so arthro means joint. Yeah. Uh, scopy, um, scope, a scope is like a scope, like right. So any yeah. camera is a scope. Uh-huh. So put, putting joint, a camera on joint a joint. Camera. Yeah. Putting a camera into a joint. Seeing what's up. Seeing what's in is arthroscopy. And plastic is what? Plastic is anything that changes, right? Like plastic surgery. Mm-hmm. You're changing something. Or plastic in its sense, you can change the shape of it. So arthroplasty would be you're changing the joint. Does that make sense? Yeah. And arthritis is inflammation of the joint. Any itis is inflammation. So. What are some of the cutting edge stuff uh, in, in your field nowadays? Um, nowadays, I think a lot of research is focusing on plastic. Because I think that's where money is at. Mm-hmm. 
So obviously people want to research where the money is at. Um, it's, I mean, they're just developing newer implants, better implants. Mm-hmm. Arthroscopy is also like improving um, shoulder surgeries. What did it used to be? Like, what was the shitty uh, form? Um, so, and then well, what did it become? So, I guess you don't want to open up. So, the more damage, the more you open up something, the more damage you're doing, essentially. Even if you want to find out something in the knee, if you open it up fully, you're going to be causing more damage in hindsight than if you didn't open it up. Right? It's better to have sort of. So, if you haven't, instead of opening it up fully, if you just fill the joint, so what they do is they fill the joint with water and then they make a small um, incision put a camera in and then through another incision they put it's they put another instrument where you can kind of play it out so it's like a video game essentially <laughs> yeah it is like video games because you have a video how small know, is this camera uh i would say about less than a centimeter a, a, a camera centimeter, a centimeter yeah. like that's, that's that big well maybe a centimeter yeah a centimeter wow because you got to put it in the joint and it's got to be small when did this come about um a long time ago wow yeah well, maybe a little bit more. Maybe at one and a half centimeters. That's incredible. Yeah. But it's cool. So, because, so, you can do a lot of stuff with it. So, that's how they do the ACL repairs. Mm-hmm. You must have heard about ACL mm-hmm. repairs. Like, yeah. Yeah. ACL repairs, meniscus repairs. Yeah, so that's what they do. They don't open it fully. They they do the... They put a camera in. Yeah, they put a camera in. It's so, actually... I guess it's common knowledge for me. But yeah. So, you put a camera in and then... So you put a camera and you can see that the ligament is torn. Yeah. Right? You can see the ligament is torn. Um, so through with another instrument, they kind of shave it off. They take out the, the old ligament. They, wow. they take it out. So the shaver just keeps rotating and it, it just pretty much, uh, I guess it keeps sucking in the ligament and then keeps shaving it off slowly. So you so just you sort of see shave when, it off. When, the, when it's appropriate to stop it. All right. So you shave it off so you don't take off the normal stuff. And then what they do is, um, so every muscle joins to the bone in it with a tendon. Have you, do you know what that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know what a tendon is? So there are, there are tendons of the hamstrings that we don't use on the inner aspect of our knee. So they use those tendons and then they actually make a ligament out of it. The new ligament in an ACL repair would be the tendon. A removed. A removed tendon from what? From the same knee or another knee. And they'll make it the proper size and they'll um they'll put a suture around it, make it stronger and like double it up. And then they actually so it's really cool. Um it, they drill a hole through the, the tibia. Do you know what the tibia? The shin bone is? The shin bone. Shin bone. The shin bone. Where's into the head? joint. Here. So your shin is what you feel, right? Mm-hmm. In the front. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's the shin bone. That's the tibia. Okay. That's the weight bearing bone. Yeah. There's, there are two bones in your leg: the tibia and the fibula. The fibula is on the outer aspect. The tibia on the inner inner aspect. Okay. Yeah. Fibula doesn't do much. And so what do they do with that? So so they drill through the tibia. Okay. Um, into the joint, and they pretty much um, they put the ligament through it. Okay. And then it goes up, and the femur is the the other bone, right? Mm -hmm. So it goes to the back, and they have a small, like, plate. It's called an endo button. They have a small plate that flips, and then it pretty much um, stays on the back of the femur. So, I mean, if you're pulling, it's going to pull against the bone, so it's not going to move. So then it gets stuck there. So they put a screw on the tibia to hold the ligament, and then... Now you have a new ligament, essentially, which is the tendon held in two parts. 
Does that make any sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, incredible. It's really cool. Um, <laughs> it's really cool. So my dad's actually an orthopedic surgeon in Chennai. So it's it's easier for me to do stuff. So I played around with it, and uh, so you've done you've done it though. I haven't done it, oh, yeah. but I've played around with the cameras. But because okay. um, I'm only a year and a half in, but when I go back, um, it just it takes a lot of practice. You, you so you know all of it. You just have to practice it, or um, more stuff. It's more practical, so you gotta just do it. You have to do it. Yeah. You just gotta do it. Yeah. You can read about it forever and still not right. be, yeah, yeah, still not know how to do it. I know professors who are amazing, like have the best knowledge in the world. But, but you can't you can't operate for shit though. Yeah. Because operating is a skill that you just it's it's a different learning process. If you learn, you can't learn a sport by reading about it. You gotta learn a sport by yeah, doing it. Do. And how long has your dad been doing it? Uh his whole life, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Since he like graduated. Yeah. <laughs> so So he went to UK, we worked he worked there for a while and that's when I was born and then we moved back and let's see. Now um it's a pretty cool setup. And you grew up in the UK or in In UK for 10 years and then oh, okay. the rest of my Which life. Which one do you identify more with? Um, I think that's a tough question to ask someone who's moved for half their life. Because, I mean, I was too young to know much about UK mm-hmm. um, for the first 10 years. But I was also very different from the people in India, I think. Um, only later did I find a like, friends that I could associate stuff with. So they put me in a not-so-well-off not school, which I made amazing friends in, um, but only a few of them. Like, only a few of them got what I did, and, like, people judged friends. Have you seen the show Friends? Yeah. Obviously, right? Yeah. So I remember when I was sixth grade, and I was, I was talking about it in class, and they were like, you watch that? That is not okay. And they were judging me for it, because they're like, that is vulgar. And I was like, friends is vulgar? Vulgar. Yeah. I was like, friends is not vulgar, dude. You don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what you're talking about. Southerners. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't let me, they didn't let me bring meat to school for six years because it's a, it's a religious school. So they were like, you can't bring meat. So I was, I was eating potato and type of chapati for about eight years of my life. So in for the, lunch. Is it more in the south there's less meat? Is that how it is? No, well, so it's just, just so it depends meat. on the religion yeah. in the place. So the religion, uh, a lot of the people in the area that I'm at are vegetarian, which is okay. I mean, to each their own. So I was just in a school that was more um, that religion. So mm. they which the religion was it? It was called. It's just it's a it's not a religion sense. It's a sect. It's like a caste. Um, they're called Brahmins. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, okay. They're really sweet people. Yeah. Just, but they're really I like my meat. about not eating. I just meat. like my meat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know Brahmins. I my a couple of my friends are Brahmins who eat meat. Can you explain a... a little bit what that what Brahmins are? Like what, um, that, what, does, what does that entail? Well I well I'm gonna explain to you the best of my knowledge. Um I well, I might even be wrong here. But they're just different they're different castes in society. So Brahmins were the smarter people back in the day so they they actually had um the the money because they were the smarter people so they now they settled in the nicer areas of chennai and they just they follow their beliefs so they they'll they'll do their um uh pujas on certain days and pujas like playing uh, praying to god right Mm -hmm. so they have um, they'll like they'll have the photo of god and they'll put flowers and Mm -hmm. they'll say their mantras and 
They, they, they a lot of a lot of the Sanskrit shlokas came through the Brahmins. Okay. Have you heard of Sanskrit? Yeah. It's the oldest language mm-hmm. in one of the oldest languages in the world. Yeah. Um, yeah, they just. I mean, it's like any caste or any culture. They have their own things that they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know specifically some of their beliefs other than? I mean, the... they just do pujas. It's not really beliefs, like. So there's a puja where it's called um, Saraswati Puja. Again, I've never done these pujas in my life. My parents don't believe in them. Yeah, um, of course, but they're at the school with them. You didn't ask them about it. I didn't care for them. Okay. I, I, well, I asked them about them. Well, but I didn't, but I, they were I judging didn't you for, for, I, for they were like, friends. I actually didn't ask them because, <laughs> I mean, well, then their response was, would be, wouldn't you, what do you do? You don't do it? And I'm like, well, I don't do it. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I actually, so I don't I don't go to temples, but temples is a big thing there. Okay. People, um, we have, there's a temple called Tirupati, where it's just, there's so many people who go there all over the world, go there um, just to pray. And it's so hard to get in. The like, lines will start at like four in the morning. And they make tons a lot of money through donations and stuff. And it's really nice. People usually, there are steps uh, to the hill. It's like a hill, so it's really high. So people usually... I'm like, oh, so God, if I pass this exam, I'll climb up to the temple, which I think is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Um, yeah. But they do it, and it helps them. So sure, it helps them get that courage. It helps them get the faith, which is fine. So that's what I think um, religion is about. It's just sometimes you just need that extra push, that faith in yeah. something else to give you that faith in yourself. Yeah, could be. I don't know. Yeah. Always have faith in yourself. I've been it's hard, uh, I guess. Yeah, and what's the what's the word for do not not that you don't believe in a god that you believe there's a god and you don't know which agnostic. god agnostic is. Yeah, I think I'm an agnostic. That's when you believe you that believe that there's someone there, but you're not sure. Or you just don't have a name. Don't have a name for it. Yeah. Okay. Agnosio. A meaning not, and I don't know what agnosia means. So, have you heard of et- etymology? Do you know what etymology is? Yeah, where yeah. Word, words come That's from. That's my favorite thing to do. Yeah? Yeah, it's my favorite like thing. Like where words come from. Yeah, okay. especially medical words. They're a lot of fun to see, like, why they come. Yeah. A lot um, of them from Latin, though, right? A lot, lot from Latin and yeah. Greek. A lot of them from Latin. Because if you know the etymology, that's what I was talking about earlier, about the atra and the plasti, you'll never forget it. If you know the if you know the origin of the word, is that why you when we're talking about masa pasta, you were like because I was like Portuguese masa is, is no I thought masa is uh, more in Spanish it is yeah, yeah but in, so it could be connected it's probably it probably was connected at some point yeah I don't know a lot of words in English are connected to themselves that you don't even know about because in Portuguese it's mais more mais uh, for more and it's got to be connected. At some origin, it has to be connected. It's too close to be. It's too close to not be. Could be a coincidence. I don't know. Never. I don't believe in coincidence. (laughs) Well, when you find out, then... I don't believe in coincidence. Yeah. I I have no idea. But I just know that uh, um, it was confusing when I was learning Portuguese that masa is pasta and also dough. They make bread out. Of. Oh, yeah. So that was confusing. Like, why? Why don't they have different words? And they have uh, apparently they don't have a D. They pronounce it J. Is that right? For what D? Yeah. So Dia would be Gia in Portuguese. Well, Someone was telling me today the bartender at CPK was like okay. that's how Portuguese is. So Bonas Dias wouldn't be Bonas Dias. Would be yeah. It would be Bon Gia. Bon Gia. Which I think is cool. I mean, yeah. that's it's a, just, yeah. That's 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 like the that's how they do it. 
it's like it makes it a little harder to learn um, to think about Portuguese. It, right? But if you know Portuguese, everything else gets easier. It's like hard mode for uh, romance languages. Um, when I was um, in Dallas, I have family in Dallas. Mm-hmm. A lot of Indians also in Dallas. Here. A lot of Indians in Dallas. You said also... Uh, also in L.A. Uh, LA yeah, LA. so both my my dads, both their sisters um, came here a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And they work in, and one of them is coming to San Francisco tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So she took me to this, um, I guess you can call him a pujari or a priest. And uh, he was actually chilling. He was a nice guy. I mean, you'd think he'd like be like in little like living on a rock, and <laughs> but he had a nice house, and he was just like a nice guy, one of us. And I don't connect with religion, but then he told me one like something that I still remember. He's like, the only thing you need to do is learn, and you need no languages. Because if you know languages, it opens up. So much knowledge that you cannot tap otherwise. Also, new way of thinking. New way of thinking. Yeah, because if you tap into the culture, you think differently. Yeah. Which is why I think, um, I don't know about you, that's why I'm addicted to traveling. Because you just, you realize how small you are. And how much, how little and you how know. how you're not absolutely right. Or your yeah. culture is not absolutely you know. right. Yeah. There's no unanimous. Um, yeah, like a... We always talk about Eskimos having however many fucking words for snow, and we only have the word snow. They have so many words. They have many words for snow. No, I don't know. Apparently, yeah. But oh, it's yeah? like the, it's is it for the different type of snow? Uh, I don't really know. Like this is thick snow. Oh, this is snow that's that been peed on. Snow, that kind of snow. That snow's been peed on. That's a different type of snow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they apparently have a lot of words for snow. But just because they're that's all they're all around them is snow. So it's a can, I guess it's a I big part of their life. They can imagine different. It's a big of part of their life. I mean, that yeah. makes sense. So yeah. I so don't know. in in uh, Tamil, you said, is there something that is particularly different the way they think through language? <sighs> Maybe it's hard no, for you to think about. So I'll tell you what. How about this? Just to make it cooler, why don't you give me a sentence in English and I'll say it in Tamil? Just to add a bit of weirdness to the. Uh, I don't know anything. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, like how, um, um, I'm how are you doing? How about how are you doing? Sure. Okay. Every so, king. Right? Every meaning how. Irkinga means how are you? Like, are you? So, every king. So, that's how are you? Yeah. That inga at the end is for respect. So, if I'm talking to someone elder than me, it'll be every king. If I'm talking to someone who's my age or below me, I'll be like, every Does that make sense? They add that a- NGA for respect, just that NGA. But a lot of a lot of um, the languages in India actually add that respect part. A lot of languages generally do not English though. Yeah, not English. Yeah, but like yeah. most languages, they have to conjugate. Yeah, there's a there's a there's a senior like like in Spanish the two and then the mm. uh, I don't yeah know, sure uh, in Portuguese is você, which is like sure. uh, polite. It's just a polite way of doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is weird that English doesn't have it. English also doesn't have, um, like, a bon appetit. Uh, uh, good meal? <laughs> no, it doesn't. You don't say it, though. You don't say it. Good meal. <laughs> yeah, we don't have something. Have a good like, meal. Well, well, yeah, I mean. Yeah, enjoy yeah. your meal, I think. Enjoy your meal. But we don't even really say it. It's like, My favorite um, saying is um, the saying in Spain, um, manana, manana. Do you know about that? Tomorrow, tomorrow. Do you know what that is? Do you like, know what we'll, that means? We'll do it tomorrow instead. Yeah. yeah. So that's their favorite <laughs> okay. saying in, in, like, let's in Spain. Let's postpone it until tomorrow. Yeah. 
So, oh, how about we do this? Hey, mañana, mañana. <laughs> Which I think is funny because... I never heard that, but they're, cool. they're um, super, like, they enjoy their life. <laughs> yeah. Siesta is one of the best things in the world. I live by siesta even now. I still do it. Yeah. But you're best. a doctor. You're, I need, I love yeah. my siesta. Yeah. And I, I think it's good for you. I think it does it, help. Like, it gives you, it breaks up the day. It does help. And then you get an extra. Yeah. Day. I mean, power naps is how I get by. Yeah. yeah. I feel like more people need to do it. More people need to like get up. Stop and be getting coffee active. and just yeah, have a pound of it. I don't drink coffee at all. Good. Um, I drink coffee because I like the, the feeling the, sometimes. The taste of it. But then the taste, yeah. Mm. But um, not. Like, I, I prefer if I could take a nap, just like take a nap and just go on. Maybe have a coffee yeah. after. Because you feel. So, um, one of my theories is when you take a nap and you wake up, you just get that adrenaline rush. So when you wake up in the morning, your adrenaline kicks in. Someone was telling me that uh, to, to drink a cup of coffee and then go straight to take a nap. And then when you wake up, it's yeah, like boom. A, yeah, it's better. It actually yeah. is better. I, I, because it I don't think I could time that right. You got to just drink the coffee and pass out. Um. So the skill, so a couple of the skills that come with being a doctor is I can sleep on cue. Optimize your sleep. On cue. Like if you give me a bed or even like a floor, yeah. two minutes I'll be out. Yeah. I've trained myself. Two minutes I'm out. It's just you focus on your breathing, take deep breaths. I remember a long time ago, there was just there was um, there was actually this um, thing to help you sleep. They would just like take a deep breath, close your eyes, and then when you're releasing it, imagine like energy going the, to the tips of your fingers and your feet, and your eyes relaxing. And then I did that, and boom, I was out. And then I just kept doing that. Some meditation and yoga and works. It's like, uh, yeah, just, it's I guess more, it's, it's like, it's like if you, they, they tell you, it's like, imagine you breathe in, like good energy in, bad energy out, yeah, which is basically breathing. Yeah. It is like just teaching, yeah, just breathe. Yeah. I'm going to teach you the secret of yoga. Breathe. <laughs> they also uh, say that for smokers, if they just went outside and took those breaths without the smoke, just went outside. Would help them a lot. Yeah. yeah. So I've, I've realized that. So I actually tried smoking when I had my exams because I was like, okay, people say that, but when you're stressed, have, like have smoke. Yeah. So I did that once and uh, it worked. And then the next day I was like, hold on, let me try something new. And when I get, you get, you just get a pain in your head right, when you're really stressed. So then I was just like, okay, breathe in, breathe out. Then I, it just went away. And then that's, oh, I don't smoke right? and I'm stressed now. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. It's, it's cool. America loves yoga. I think the whole world loves yoga for some reason. It's a huge thing here. It's, like, it's become a fad. It's become a fad. But also, it's like it's a helpful. It's a it is a fad. good fad. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even 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 if you're not learning it exactly correct, at least you're doing something active. You're doing something active. Also, yeah. well, so it's again, it's been commercialized. Hot yoga. Have you heard of hot yoga? Apparently, it's cool. I don't. It sounds know. like a cool concept. What, what is it exactly? You're just doing. It doesn't it in exist heat. in India. Yeah. So it's like you do it in heat, yeah. So you're sweating, sweating and you're yeah, and you're doing yoga, yeah. which is interesting. Which I think I it's pretty healthy. cool. It sounds pretty cool. Like it does sound pretty cool because you're in a sauna-ish type environment. It's and that hot. People are sweating, man. Okay. It's it's hot yoga. It's probably not that hot, but it's, it's definitely sauna, hot. Yeah. yeah. So then you, if you didn't have a mat, you'd be touching like the hot water. <laughs> just just <laughs> water. Like, oh, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> just keep slipping. Get on, stand on one foot. Boom, slip. Yeah, break your leg. Uncomfortable. Oh, um, have you ever ridden the hoverboard? No, I, those are dangerous. I'm not ready. I don't think it's ready um, to ride yet. I rode one in Houston uh, on Thursday. My uh, cousin, who's a doctor uh-huh. in Houston, has one. It is so much fun. 
it is the one of the nicest things. Like it's a skill actually. So I was like, it's gonna be easy as hell, but it was actually it was really tricky because you gotta get one foot on and then you just gotta boom get the other foot on. So that you like boom go in. You no, so it it won't go. So it's it's sensitive. It's sensitive to both feet. So on your right foot, if you press forward and you keep your left foot straight, it's gonna spin anti-clockwise. Ah, okay. Okay. Whereas if you keep your right foot straight and left foot um, forward, it's gonna spin clockwise. And if you put both forward, it goes front, and both back, it goes back. Which sounds simple, but it, sound simple. <laughs> it is. It is tough to. It's tough to get on. I think the first minute, I got really stressed because. Because once you're on it, you're just like, oh, I want to get off. But, like, you can't get off because you need technique to get off. Yeah. You need to keep one foot on and then just kind of step off. One foot on with a lot of pressure and step off. Um, so the first time I got on, I was like, I want to get I want to get off. And you know how you can just hop off a skateboard? Yeah, no, can't hop off that. this. So I hopped off. When you hop, you're basically putting more pressure down. Does that make sense? So it's going to be turning. So, boom, it went forward when I hopped off and I fell on my back. <laughs> It was horrible. No, the first time I ever saw it was here in San Francisco yeah. when I first arrived in October. Uh, and I was like, wow, this place is really futuristic. And then, like, the next day, I saw a dude. Fires. On, uh, the, 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 <laughs> I saw a guy on it fall straight on his face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, I don't think these are ready yet. It's, no, it's a skill. Again, it's a skill. It's, um, you got to focus. You can't just kind of... It's practice. It's practice. And it's a lot of fun. I'd want to do it's, it... It's addictively fun. I'd right? want to do it in like a park where I can fall on when the you grass. Can, oh. But you can't do it in the grass. No, no, yeah. But if I wanted to fall on like sideways or... And like tuck. Um, again, so how would you jump off? You can't, I don't, I don't you know. can't I don't jump off. Like so if you, if you jump off, you, it's just going to go haywire. Um, and one of the tricks, I think, is when you go fast... Any subtle movement can cause it to spin, right? Yeah. So if it spins a bit and you overcompensate, it'll spin a bit more. So you get really stressed that it's just gonna like kind of rotate your leg. Um, it's really, it's really like it's 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 good for the adrenaline. Like it's actually a lot of fun. How much does one of those cost nowadays? Oh wow, I think um, from like seven hundred dollars to nine hundred. You can get the cheaper ones for three hundred if you want to get blown up. Yeah. But I suggest not. Um, always, 600, 800 probably. Maybe I'll wait till the cheap. But I don't know. I so there are, there are ones from China. I'm yeah, dead. I want the, I'm just conventional guy. I just want to walk around, use bicycles. Yeah, I know. So, so the, so I'm not saying it's good for daily use. I'm it's saying it's fun. fun. Yeah, it's a it's fun like a thing to do. Yeah. You're not going to use it. You're not going to use it. I will never use it, but I will use it only when I'm showing people that they can't do it. And I'll be like, ha <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm still wrapped. There's a lot of things in this just in the city that the city like, that I'm just trying to wrap my head around like what like the uh, the, the 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 organization or the company that I work for um, it's called Staffly and what it is is uh, like businesses around San Francisco will uh, maybe they'll be lacking some staff one day and they'll say hey can you guys send some people to come help out um, so for example, UPS, they needed some people to help out during the holiday because they're shipping the last stuff. Um, but I, I this concept of having this, uh, on the website and then you're employed by them and then they get, they send the staff there and then you just get the supervisor to sign their name with their finger and then you get paid. Okay. Like it's just, it's kind of futuristic it, to me. I, I don't understand. Okay. 
What do you mean you don't understand? Well, I actually kind of zoned out. That's what. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I mean, it, generally, it's just I. They call them up. They call yeah. up my company, yeah. and, they, and they send me as a staff. Yeah. And when I'm done my shift, yeah. the supervisor just signs their name, and then I get paid. Okay. And it's just it's very futuristic to me. Why? I, you're, you're a delivery man, basically. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> that's like, is the, it, like on Fed, like FedEx. Just, yeah. Like they have their little machine. Yeah, they just sign. Yeah, I guess you're right. You're just uh, I guess I'm just... No one cares who you are. Just get the sign. <laughs> just get the signature. <laughs> you're not a part of the society. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, it's like that app Favor I was telling you about. Yeah, I need that's to... A, that's a cool app. I need to look that up. Um, I remember I was in Boston and I just got food delivered for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And it's just some random dude. It's some random dude just, just oh, like, ah, oh, let's make some money with my cycle. Cycle. Um, okay. My friend does it on a cycle. Okay. He did it. He had a lot of fun. I need to get on this. He said the weirdest thing he got was a request for just 20 bottles of water because people didn't want to drink tap water. Okay. Which I was like... <laughs> Is the tap water bad down there? In India? You don't drink tap water in India. Wait, this was in India? This was in Boston. That's what I was asking. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> no, that part is fine. I think I think it's just I think it's just some like um some high society prick. No, I know you can't drink the tap water. Can't in drink the tap water in India. Definitely I was like not. definitely not definitely in India. Not. Yeah, it's yeah. You jumped continents on me. <laughs> I was just like obviously no, you could drink in Boston. No. Obviously you could drink in Boston. That's why I was like oh maybe he's talking about India. Mm. Um, but there are places in America you can. Just... No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I need to find out these places. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> I've just been drinking tap water everywhere. Mm. Where? Houston, San Fran, Florida, Boston. I think Florida's a little iffy. Yeah? That's my... I don't know. I don't know. Well, I'm fine. They have a lot of shit. They have a lot of chemicals. I'm fine now, so... Good. We're good. Um, but in San Francisco, it's good. It comes right from the mountains. Oh, does it? And that's why it, it, it tastes really good. Oh, Allegedly. Yeah. That's... I don't know. Oh yeah, I'm not there. I guess that's. I don't watch. I don't watch the ice cream. Allegedly, allegedly, maybe that's why the wine is good. Also, probably not. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Again, (laughs) but you're going right. You're going to wine country on Monday. Yeah, Yeah. I'm gonna go when I don't know when the best time to go. It's such a romantic thing to do, though. Yeah, I think it's just yeah, just like oh, take your wife, but I'm a wife. Yeah, going with my family. That's okay. It's better not to have a wife. I think. Yeah, at the moment we're 24. Let's be honest. Which is true. Twenty four is uh, Which is the age when most girls get married in India. It's not younger? Twenty four to twenty six is where um, many people get married. Are you gonna have to get arranged? Oh so girls. By that I mean girls. Most but girls But you get... are you gonna have to get arranged? Um so the thing about arranged marriage is a lot of people I think um are skeptical about it and just make Rightly fun of it. So. Make fun of it. But it's pretty much um, like a dating site. Okay. Okay, I but it's just a more organized dating. It's like a more organized dating site. So, um, parents know parents, and they know they're from a good family. And then they're like, all right, so how's this girl? Do you like her? So that's the modern the modern version of it. Oh, so do you like her? And then you start talking to her for like a month or so. And if you do, then sure, you can hide. Because you're both in a place that but you want to settle down. the other way. There is, so one of my friends who is an orthopedic surgeon in India also, like my classmates, mm-hmm. this is his story and I was just like, what? So he went home for the break and he lives in a village, not a village, but not a main city. And he went home and it was his brother's wedding and um, his uh, his parents were just like, he's 27, just for the record, he's 26, 26, I think. 
So what the fuck is he doing not getting married yet? Right. <laughs> Irresponsible, no? Like, what is he thinking? <laughs> <laughs> um, so he goes home and um, his parents are just like, yeah, yeah. Um, he's introducing, they're introducing him to another family. Yeah, he's an orthopedic surgeon. He's studying in Chennai. Like, he's a nice guy. And then before he's coming back, um, they ask him, they're like, okay, there's a girl in a nearby like city slash smaller city. Um, we want you to go there. And the other family was just like, we want you to come, come and see her. So the, he went to their house and uh, the families are there and the girl and the boy is there. Okay, this guy's name is Swaroop. Or, well, let's change the name. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> so, I don't think he'll be listening. He probably won't. <laughs> probably won't go back that far. Yeah. Um, Watch the podcast blow up in India. <laughs> <laughs> Holy, what? <laughs> um, you, you gave up my name on the podcast now. I get sued. Um, so, hold on, they like talk, so, which I find really awkward, so, the families are like, talk to each other, and they're standing around them, you can't talk to someone when people are watching you, right, and so, and then they were like, um, do you want to go to another room and talk, like, by yourselves, and he was like, he was, he wanted to, but his parents were just like, no, no, he's not that kind of a guy, which I don't understand what that means. Like, he's not that kind of guy. He doesn't need alone time. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, what the hell? I'm, you want me to marry this girl without even talking to her? And so he wanted to go up and say, no, I want to go to the room. But he was like, no, well, they've already said no, so I can't do that. So he didn't talk to her. And then he found out from his friends that she's a, she's a nice girl. So that's so that's what I mean. So so he found out from his friends that she's a nice girl. So if she has gone, if she'd had like gone drinking and doing that. She would have, he would have got different information. Does that mean? Does I that see, make sense? So that's why it's taboo, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So anyway, he comes back to Chennai and then um, there were floods, so there were no phone. That's a big issue. There were floods for like a week. The airport closed for a week. Holy shit. Um, so he didn't, ta- he didn't talk. Draining system he, he didn't talk to um, his parents for a while and they called him on Monday and they're like, oh, you like the girl, so. You're getting engaged on the 30th of December and you're getting married in March. And he was like, what? <laughs> what did you say? And like, yeah. And you said you liked her. So we said, we thought, okay, why not? Uh, they fixed the date. They fixed the marriage. And he was just, I was just like, do you want me to say congrats? Or do you want me to say, man, I feel so sorry for you? He was like, well, it's happening. So that's it. And I was like, have you spoken to her? Not yet. He just was, accepted it. He was like, he was like, well, yeah. Because he is also like from, I think, uh, he was grown. I think people just are like they grow mentality. up that way yeah that okay. they're gonna do that he hasn't spoken to her yet I was like dude add her on Facebook he was like no I don't add her I want her to add me first I was like <laughs> you're getting married to this girl stop <laughs> thinking about who's gonna add who first at this point I think you should just add her it's like a clash of like generations we have Facebook and yeah. then we have arranged marriage yeah. <laughs> it's like shoo, all at once it's funny though so, would you have to be arranged? So, what's the situation? So, my parents don't care who I'm getting married to. They're, they're really... Are they going to help you arrange? So, okay, I guess here's the thing. Um, I'm going to give you two examples. My cousins, they both they both grew up in America. One cousin, um, he found someone early on, and they got married, and he they were dating for a while, and then they got married. Another guy, he I guess he had relationships, didn't work out. That happens always. And then he started working. Um, he just didn't have the time to meet people, right? Which I guess happens a lot um, in America. I don't know. I'm I'm guessing. So if he got some help. So his parents were just like, how about meet this person? 
which is arranged, but it's not arranged because yeah, he yeah. spoke to her and they went out on a couple of dates and then he liked her and then they got married. But that's not arranged, though. That's a, that's a modern way of arranged. That's like, do you like her? No, because I'm pretty sure he went through a couple of girls before he found the one he wanted. So in the past, was it more... It was uh, more like, this, this is, is the one. It, this is it, this is yeah, it. Yeah. That's how my parents went. Yeah. My parents couldn't arrange marriage. And it's all cool. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think, um, um, well, um, it's okay. They, they, they get along. But now when we think in the modern sense, arranged marriages, I guess uh, the... It's just a dating site, man. I guess the, the stereotype is that it's the old, that old way is, is how it's still done. But now it's more like... It's a modern uh, They're like introducing yeah. people. Yeah. So, so it's not so much different from... So again, even, it, even in like it depends Asia, on in, families. In, in like in China, yeah. Yeah. like they'll do that. Yeah. My parents, I think, mm. think about it sometimes if they're like, this kid is fucked. Like he's, so when he's you're 30, himself. your parents are going to be like, man, I think it's time for you to get married. Do you want us to find your girl? Sure. At that point, you'll be like, sure. <laughs> but if I... So like, if I end up falling in love with someone, which is emotional, but... Um, so I fall in love. Oh uh, gonna cry. Um, so if I end up meeting someone I like, and then That's yeah, cool sure, I'm gonna marry them. Yeah. yeah, they don't care. They don't care. I'm pretty sure they don't care if I marry like They're fixing cult. people's joints and shit. They don't care. No one cares. <laughs> no one cares. Um, so that's that. Um, what about five more minutes? Yeah, about five more minutes. Yeah, I don't know. But that was cool. I mean, that was that cool. Was... So, what's the coolest place you've been to so far? That's that's. Uh, a question I always I like. talk about Berlin. Oh, you always talking about Berlin? Yeah. Um, I I would say mine is Croatia. Oh, I mean, I really want to go there. Croatia too. is just beautiful. I have friends so uh, from beautiful. from Zagreb. Oh, I uh, do. That's they, cool, dude. They just they're like, we're, we're, we were sitting. We How were, did you meet them? In uh, Berlin? Erasmus students. Oh, okay. in, uh, in Lisbon, and we'd be sitting on the beach in Lisbon, just beautiful, sipping coffee, like. It's cool, right? They're like, yeah. But it's not like, it's not, not like Croatian, Croatian coast cool. <laughs> yeah. Because Croatian coast is just, it's just so classic. It's untouched. Mm-hmm. I mean, now I think more tourists are coming and it's getting and like... Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yeah. It's making now it's moved up. to Ireland. Now, now, actually, now actually Game of Thrones is, it was in Dubrovnik and split, uh, near split for a while. Uh, like the, the actual... It's King's Landing. King's Landing is from Dubrovnik. I went there this time, that's why yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Now they're actually moving into a place in Spain. The next season of Game of Thrones is going to be uh, actually above Barcelona. It's like a oh, okay. half an hour or something like north of Barcelona. Mm, okay. I don't know what the place is called, but that's where it's going to be shown. Okay. I, did you go to Alcazar Palace in uh, Seville? In Seville? Yeah. No. That's, that's, where, uh, that's where they filmed for uh, Dorne? I haven't seen that movie. No, don't, no, I mean, it's for Game of Thrones. Dorne is the kingdom. It's uh, oh. where the Martell... I don't wow. know if you know how, how deep you know. You know. <laughs> so clearly not. Yeah, if you didn't watch season five, then you don't know. I have, though. Uh, yeah, it's, it's in this palace. In oh, wait, is, it, is that where the, the midget, midget gets captured? Peter, uh, Peter something. Peter Dinklage. Yeah. Uh, he gets captured. Well, no, not Peter Dinklage, dude. Um, His brother, the blonde... The the yeah, brother, yeah, yeah, yeah. he gets captured because he's, he's, ta- yeah, he's trying to get his sister back. Yeah, 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 yeah okay, cool. That's the, I yeah. get that. So yeah. if you went to that palace, yeah, I went there and I was like, whoa. Oh, is that the palace? I didn't know. I didn't know that. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's cool. It's cool. But uh, also, um, that's the only place in Game of Thrones that I've been to in real life. Okay. But uh, yeah. if I had spent more time in Morocco, there's uh, in between Marrakesh and the Mazuga Desert, which yeah. is where you take the camel rides and stuff. Uh, in between, um, there's this 
like uh, sort of like a city in the mountains, like carved into the mountain. That yeah. is, is some somewhere that Daenerys was. I don't know. I'm not okay. But if I was there, I would know much more, and I could explain to you. What yeah, because yeah. no, I, I understand. Research for shit. I understand. Um, yeah. But they brought a lot of tourism to Croatia, which is good. Yeah. And Croatia just shuts down their um, Dubrovnik when they come to shoot. Yeah, all of it. Yeah, That's because crazy. it's a win-win. I mean, they don't charge them anything also. It's a win-win. They're bringing massive amounts of tourism to it. Like young... So it used to be the older crowd, I think, that went to Croatia, mm-hmm. who liked the scenery and the coast. And then now it's the younger crowd also. Yeah, right now it's super popular. It's and, really popular. Like, and so it's, it's, in a couple it's a, years, it's a party it's place also. Popular. Have yeah. you heard of... Um, have you this? So I went on Sail Croatia in August, which is a, just a sailing company, which is a cruise, mm-hmm. and it stops at different places in Croatia, and it's just eighteen to thirty-five year olds, and it's a lot of drinking involved, and it's a cruise in the day, so you can kind of just sunbathe, and just they stop in the middle of the the sea, you can jump in, and swim, and it's it was Fuck. the best week of my life. Yeah, like, I need to go. It was nice to live like that. They have the yacht week. Have you heard of the yacht week? No. It's huge. The Yacht Week is where, like, I think about 50 boats, they get together, 50, like, small, like, sailor boats, they get together and they just, like, again, go from island to island. Um, and it's cool because I think at one point they'll, they'll put their boats in a circle and then they'll all start swimming in the middle. And, and it's usually there's a lot of Australians. It's there's always though. Australians. Yeah, it's everywhere. Usually. So in my, in my cruise, um, there were 30 people. There were 27 Australians, <laughs> one from England, one from Poland, and one Indian guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing, though. It was fun. Yeah. Have you been elsewhere in the Balkans? Uh, I've been to Croatia. I don't know if Hungary, Hungary comes, Hungary probably not. Come. But Hungary's great. I love, I love Hungary. Hungary's fun. I went to Ziget. I was telling you earlier. Festival. Yeah, for yeah, Ziget. Yeah. Cool. It's cool. I, I want to go to all the Balkans. Uh, what are the... What are all it's the like uh, Serbia. Oh, okay, cool. Croatia, Serbia, yeah. Bosnia, Herzegovina, mm. uh, Albania. Okay, I don't want to go to Albania. No? I don't I'm really, scared. I really want to go. Oh, I want to go to Bosnia and Serbia. Yeah, those are cool. Um, I think, what are the capitals of Bosnia? There's also uh, Macedonia. Macedonia. Uh, um, I don't, I'm for some reason, I think Alba, Albania scares me because of, um, I don't know if this is uh, allowed or like appropriate. What's the... Taken isn't taken. Is that in Albania? No. I think the I think the bad people are from Albania. <laughs> the, yeah, well, the bad guys are from Albania. Yeah, well, I, was like, I don't want to get. Well, I don't according to Hustle, we're gonna chop off your arms and stuff. That's but. true. That's true. Hustle's in Germany. Meanwhile, Hustle's in Germany. No, nah, that movie is supposed to be in Czech Republic. Oh wait, no, it wasn't. It wasn't even in Czech. I think it was further, further, further east. Yeah, I think so. If anywhere, it'd be Belarus. And it's funny how. Um, you know how they, they end up at the hostel, though, right? Oh, no. They're like, um... I don't know. Oh, it's, it's this American guys, and they're like, oh, you can get laid in these Eastern European countries, and they're like, yeah, let's go there. And then that's how they end up in that hostel. And I then see. they end up... There's these two... Fa- you ever seen... You've seen the movie, though. It's been a long yeah, time. Yeah, it's been a long time, yeah. But I think that's 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 interesting way of catching, like, people... It's like, hey, you can get laid in that country, and then just people flock to it. But I think you're not going to get laid. I think the you're going to get your. I think the authorities would find out really quickly. In if a hostel maybe actually, maybe nowadays. Nowadays, I feel hostel like world. Well, there might be a review on Crazy some movie. hostel site. Yeah. Um. Speaking of which, hostel world apparently is like 
taken so much money from people. Apparently, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's taking so much money. I was speaking to some other hospitals and complaining about it. They're like, oh, yeah, they're just like, they're just like, they just take so much of it and it makes like no sense. Like the whole deposit that you initially put just goes to hospital world exactly. and nothing goes to the hospital, yeah. which makes no sense. But um, Well, on that note of stressful hostel <laughs> abductions and crazy fees in real life, hostel, the movie is an abstraction. Yeah, uh, we're coming up on our time, so that's it. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Yeah, was fun. thanks for being on the episode, man. Yep. If you guys ever want to call me, um, I'll never give you my number. So yeah, that's an intelligent move. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks. cool. That was fun. Thanks, guys.